Welcome to the Sustain UW podcast, a place for sustainability conversation, expert interviews, and news hosted by student interns from the UW-Madison Office of Sustainability. We want to know, what's up with sustainability and where should we go from here? Before we dive into today's episode, we want to remind you that the opinions expressed on this show do not reflect the views of the Office of Sustainability, the University of Wisconsin-Madison, or its Board of Regents. Now, let's get into today's show. My name is Bryn. And my name is Bailey. And today we welcome the UW Housing Sustainability Coordinator, Mallory Garvey, and Housing Sustainability Assistant, Anna Silverman, to discuss the need to knows when it comes to a sustainable move-in on campus. Bryn and I, both former dorm residents, want to start the episode by saying that we understand that the days leading up to and after move-in are a bit chaotic for new students. So the goal of this episode is to provide some sustainability tips and tricks for incoming Badgers to ease the process. Our first question today is to set the stage for newcomers. Could you give us a brief intro to yourself and paint a picture of what move-in looked like last year? Great question. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having us, first of all. um, My name is Mallory Garvey. I work as the sustainability coordinator for University Housing. Um, The days, like you mentioned, the days leading up to move-in and during the move-in week are crazy. There are lots of new faces. There are lots of people to meet and places to go. And you're checking out keys. You're um, moving into your space and you have a short amount of time to do it. And so um, the days around move-in are full of lots of information and full of resources. Um, during the In the waste and recycling areas, it's a little bit even crazier. We're seeing lots of materials entering um, into campus. And so we see folks bringing in new TVs and microwaves. And with that comes packaging for every single item. And so um, for us on the sustainability team, it's a lot of just helping to organize those items and make sure that we find good homes for them and making sure that we're being as responsible as possible with all of the new materials being brought into campus. So um, our recycling areas are well labeled and organized um, when we start out the day and at the end of the day um, there's a lot of cleanup to take place too but um, our goal for move-in is to not only divert as much as possible uh, during the sustainable move-in process but also to educate around um, recycling practices that residents can practice throughout the whole year. So that's our goal, and we hope to um, hope to accomplish that more through Sustainable Move-In this year. And Anna, what was your experience like when you moved into the dorms? Was sustainability on your mind? Yeah, um, I, I came with my parents from California, so we had like four suitcases, with them putting stuff in their suitcases, I had suitcases, and it was stressful. Um, There's a lot of my mom telling me to buy stuff off Target I hadn't <laughs> bought, um, and so I I did I do have a background in sustainability. I was part of a lot of environmental clubs, but I wasn't really thinking about sustainability when I was moving in, um, and that's something that's definitely changed now through this position, um, where yeah everything is you can thrift so much stuff you can. Um, think about where you're sourcing from, you can think about what you need, because there's a lot of things that people bring that they don't actually need. Um, But yeah, when I was moving out, I wasn't really considering that. Um, So yeah, so I think it's really important that we publicize that you might not need a microwave, because dorm kitchens have microwaves, and uh, people on your floor might have microwaves, and you might maybe consider not bringing a mattress pad when you first come, because the dorm bed is pretty comfortable. That might be an unpopular (laughs) opinion, but I've slept on it without the mattress pad, and it's fine. Mm -hmm. So just considering what you need is is crucial um, to setting a precedent for the rest of the year. 
A heads up to new students, definitely make sure you review the resources and amenities already provided in your dorm prior to move-in, um, which we'll be listing a few of shortly. With rising interest in creating a sustainable move-in, we were wondering, what does that mean to you two as both a sustainability coordinator for housing and a former resident? Uh, I was just talking to Mallory about this earlier, but conscious consumption, conscious consumerism, uh, being mindful of what you're buying and then that uh, life cycle that it's going to have. So uh, the mattress pad that you're about to buy, are you going to use that the next year? I'm currently using mine from freshman year in my apartment um, and I needed it. So mm -hmm. just thinking about the life cycle of each product that you're going to buy is essential to creating um, a sustainable atmosphere for you to live in um, for the rest of your life, honestly, because you're going to have some items, uh, you're going to purchase some items probably that will stay with you for a really long time. So being conscious about what you're buying, where it's going, the impact it's going to have on the planet, um, and then also on other people. So I'd say that's thinking uh, mindfully about your footprint in the future is a big part of that. Yeah, I would echo everything that Anna said. I think it's so important to think about the full cycle of things that we see during move-in and then again during move-out. Um, but I think for me, sustainable move-in, it really is about just setting the stage for um, the culture of sustainability on campus. Badgers live sustainably. And so mm -hmm. we like to think about that in every aspect um, of what we do. And that includes um, the materials we're bringing into campus, but our everyday actions. And um, I think that's what Move-In does is help set the stage for the, the year to come. And it doesn't end when the semester starts. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to keep, keep recycling. You're going to keep uh, learning about sustainability on campus. Hopefully you'll take some classes and join some organizations. So uh, really paying it forward with um, stepping foot in the dorm and then contributing to that positive environment on campus, that sustainable environment on campus from the dining halls to the dorms to the classes you're taking. Uh, just thinking about, you know, wh how, what kind of impact it's going to have and how you can help make this campus a more sustainable place. This next question was already touched on a bit, but to meet this vision of a sustainable move-in, could you briefly explain what resources housing provides to help students make sustainable choices during move-in? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. So I, I think the first and foremost thing that university housing provides to offer kind of a sustainable moving experience for first year students or returning residents is just setting up waste and recycling areas at every single hall um, has a nearby recycling and trash location where they can conveniently bring waste from things that they may have purchased. And so we've got four streams. So one is our single stream recycling system, which collects everything from cardboard to plastic containers, glass, aluminum. It is single stream. Everything goes in there throughout the entire year for recycling. We set up a specialty styrofoam waste stream for move-in so that we know there's a lot of new material that needs to be protected and styrofoam unfortunately is a big piece of that and so we work with a vendor to recycle all styrofoam. Plastic bags are also collected near hall desks throughout the year and so we collect a lot of plastic bags in the beginning of the year and then we have our trash stream as well so making sure that um, things that cannot be recycled do end up in the landfill. And so we support new residents by making sure those are easy and accessible for everyone on campus. And then we also offer a few donation options if people maybe brought things that they don't need and would like to donate them. We have a couple of partnerships with Goodwill and St. Vincent de Paul to donate unwanted items through Move-In. And then we also offer a lot of just educational resources. I mentioned being able to share resources on how to recycle throughout the year, not just during Move-In, is a big priority. 
ready for sustainable move-in too. Yeah, and we have recycling guidelines on the UW website. And I think during uh, this year especially, we want to uh, we have a, a new change where um, we have entirely single stream recycling. So we definitely want to educate incoming students about how to do single stream recycling in their dorms throughout the year. You do have one bin, not two, in your <laughs> dorm now, like I had two when I, when I was in, living in the dorms. And so it's a lot easier to have just one trash bin mm -hmm. and one recycling bin instead of three trash bins, which I saw a lot, unfortunately, when I was a freshman. But yeah, we want students to be conscious of where they're putting their trash, how much trash they're disposing throughout the year, and then bringing their trash to the right locations, because it's on us <laughs> and your campus staff uh, if you don't put your trash um, in the landfill bin and you're recycling into that uh, single stream container. So yeah, just be conscious about where, what you're doing and who's going to be cleaning up after you. Yeah, and I, I think that's so important that you touched on. I think, you know, as a new member of the UW-Madison community, we are campus users and trying to be responsible stewards of our resources here. Our local landfill is filling up fast, and while we're living here, we want to be conscious of that and making sure that our responsibility as folks who live and work on campus is to know what our recycling streams are, and it plays a huge role into knowing that things are getting properly sorted and, and um, recycled responsibly. Yeah. And then also just to reinforce, you might not need everything that you're planning on bringing to campus. So if there's any way you can reduce the amount of stuff that you have to throw away or recycle, the amount of packages that are going to end up um, in the landfill or any of those collection bins, just think about that. I do have one quick question about e-waste. For those wanting to properly dispose of their e-waste during the year or at move-in or move out, what resources exist to help with the process? Mallory, we don't happen to have a sustainable move-out program, do we? <laughs> yes. At the end of the year, we have um, a big option for recycling e-waste. I would say throughout the year, there's tons of options as well. Actually, unfortunately, during move-in, we see um, several, every year, we see several uh, TVs that are broken or other things that need to be recycled even at move-in. So um, there's a, a ton of options for recycling e-waste on campus. Um, one way is that we have e-waste towers in two buildings on campus, both um, at Holt uh, front desk and at Celery front desk. So um, students can recycle e-waste there throughout the year, batteries, other things too. Um, and then there is a huge program for recycling um, TVs and other large appliances throughout the year. So lots of options when you live on a campus like UW-Madison and that there's folks working on these issues. Making sure that they don't end up in landfill though is huge because the, the um, types of materials that are found in these uh, electronics items can be really dangerous and so making sure that we are recycling them properly is really important. Plus we want to be secure with whatever information was on those devices to begin with so making sure we're doing it in a safe way is important. Yeah. And all of that stuff that you're moving in is going to come out of that dorm at the end of the year most likely. So we have this huge initiative that we just finished for 2023 school year. Um, but yeah we have a bunch of recycling options at the end of the year as well. If you have e-waste or um, metal or um, mattress pads that need to be thrown away. We have many different recycling streams at the end of the year as well. You know, that's really great to hear that there are so many just helpful resources for recycling all sorts of materials such as e-waste on campus. And on the topic of waste, I am curious, how much waste do you typically see during move-in compared to, say, the rest of the year? Yeah, that's a good question. I can say um, we definitely have stats from the move-in period, the move-in week. Last year, we saw around 50,000 pounds of material diverted from landfill, so things that were able to be recycled and diverted. And we saw a little bit less than that of trash. And so we're able to divert 
over 50% of what gets brought in, which is great, but still more work to be done, obviously. And some of those things that are, are difficult to recycle materials are things like, you know, plastic film or chip bags. Those always go in the trash. Those are things to be conscious of and, and things that can't be um, recyclable materials that aren't cleaned out or properly sorted out. Those are, are unfortunately trash as well. So we're wanting to make sure that um, everyone is aware of those guidelines so that we can divert more through recycling efforts than through trash. Well, it's good to hear the school is successful in waste diversion, and students definitely can take on the feasible responsibility to learn what materials belong where to keep our waste streams clean and promote more reusing and recycling. And I also heard you mention a few programs, such as the plastic bag upcycling, and I know that's definitely something I was worried about in the dorms. What exactly happens with the bags collected? Yeah, and that program is really great. We're able to partner with um, St. Vincent de Paul to actually reuse those bags rather than just sending them to be recycled. And so um, they upcycle those uh, plastic bags in all their stores. And stores like St. Vincent de Paul and Goodwill are great places to get dorm furnishings. I was unfortunately a Target goer. Don't don't, oh, no. don't don't look at me. Don't look at me. But um, now I know that these these are amazing places that you can get stuff for so much cheaper, and you can you know save a couch from just being used by another person and then thrown away at the end of the year. So it's so true because we partner with um, dozens of organizations at the end of the year through our sustainable move out efforts. And so as students are leaving campus and either no longer have a need for items or can't take them home with them or can't fit them in their car, they're able to donate all of the things that they've brought in with them um, to our many partners. And so a lot of them end up at stores like Goodwill or St. Vincent de Paul, and um, they're available to purchase then yeah. the following year. So there's tons of dorm essentials available at our there's local stores really too. Stuff, and that way <laughs> and that way you can tell too once you get in your room and you see how much space you have and you see what your roommate brought and know where there's still maybe a need for something. You can yeah. um, purchase it locally. There's tons of bus routes that lead directly to these stores um, locally too. So buying secondhand, buying locally is a big thing we'd encourage for new folks who are wanting things to make your you know, yeah. resident room feel like home because that's what we want. You'll be here for a, a full year and it's important to make sure things are cozy and how you'd like to live. And so we want to make sure that we're doing that in a, a sustainable way, in a way that we're thinking consciously. Cozy and not hoarded, which, <laughs> yes. which is how yes. my dorm room looked. So, <laughs> Yeah, thrifting is definitely a great option in the city of Madison. And it's definitely a strong option when it comes to the process of moving in, which starts way before you're actually moving into the buildings for most people. For me, I started planning my move in in July, and Bailey told me she started maybe only a few weeks before, which is perfectly fine. And during this time, I was really focused on all the things I needed, such as new furniture, bedding, appliances, and it became really, really stressful when I realized just how much I was bringing along. Do you have any steps or recommendations for students who are beginning their packing journey to make it a little easier for them and reduce any waste they're producing both during and maybe even after move-in? Absolutely. Uh, first of all, one more time, Goodwill, right near you. Um, and I want to just add, I think what's really exciting about um, shopping locally for some really unique items, if everyone, um, all new residents are buying off of Target and mm -hmm. Ikea, a lot of the rooms are going to look really similar. But if you yeah. find something really unique at um, at a thrift store, that you can make it your own and it can feel like a totally unique space. Absolutely. So just an added bonus. Yeah. And also... Um, I know it's very it's it's better to come prepared, but 
um, your room is going to be smaller than you think it is. So maybe getting there and then do I need this table? Do I need this um, container? Um, can I get this container from somewhere, somewhere else? Um, so that, that kind of thinking process rather than thinking, oh, I need to buy, buy, buy before I get here. So that's something we want to emphasize for sure. And then um, coordinating with your roommate ahead of time to make sure that, you know, you're not bringing two of anything. Maybe, maybe once again, maybe don't bring the microwave because there are microwaves and we uh, tested 253 microwaves this year for donation. And yeah, so that, that kind of thing, thinking ahead, thinking where you can get stuff from alternative locations. I think the two biggest things um, to think about when wanting to be prepared, but also wanting to be open to um, moving in as sustainably as possible. Uh, University Housing has a Bucky's packing list, which has all the essentials, like things you definitely don't want to forget. You want to have extra long twin bed sheets. You want to have a, a place to sleep at night. So definitely bring that. Um, you want to have some of the other essentials. Those are all on Bucky's packing list. And then, like Anna said, checking with your roommate, just making sure that you have a plan for what some of those bigger items are and who's going to bring them. Um, and then once you get here, determining what maybe some gaps might be. There's tons of opportunities locally to, to purchase things and you could always make sure that if it's a non-essential thing and it's just something to help make your room feel more cozy, um, you can have dimensions. You can take dimensions when you get there and figure out what's going to be the best fit for your space. So definitely encourage you to bring those essentials and unpack them at home if you can. Unbox them. It will make your moving experience way more efficient if you're able to already unbox things and have it ready to go and you're responsibly recycling of that at your home location. But then it helps uh, limit the amount of materials you're bringing into campus too. Yeah. And then if you do have something in your dorm, um, unbox it before you go out to the bin collection area. So trampling down those harbor boxes without anything in them and then mm -hmm. taking the contents and putting those in their designated bins to just make everything easier for the people, uh, make those sites less clustered and make it easier for the coordinators who will be out there to help because there will be coordinators out there to help you guys um, when you're moving in. The key is definitely taking your time when it comes to decorating your space and coordinating with your potential roommates if you have any. I know I personally did have a roommate and she brought the Keurig, so I brought the microwave, which was pretty nice. And finding things locally typically has more sentimental value and it's definitely more unique, which is always fun. A few great resources were plugged as well, such as Bucky's Packing List. And I encourage students to scope out Madison's thrift scene prior to move-in and removing any bulky packaging around goods prior to entering campus. I second that. Um, when you do need to keep some sort of packing or protective packaging around any of your goods, do you have any recommendations on how students can do so in a way that reduces waste? Yeah. Suitcase? Okay. Potentially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think whatever you have and whatever you're going to keep using in your residence hall, if you're already bringing one of those little like shelf organizers or something, you can stack some things inside mm -hmm. of there. You know, use your towels that you're bringing or your sheets to help keep them safe so things aren't um, moving around during transport or, or getting broken. So utilize the things that you have, pack super efficiently as, as best as possible. And if you need to pack everything into one big cardboard box, that's better than bringing 50 mini yeah. cardboard boxes for sure. Those were some really great packing tips. Thank you so much, Mallory. And just to continue the conversation a little bit, I do want to highlight that the dorms typically have a lot of amenities for you to use that can also help lighten your load when you're coming to campus. All of the dorms have their own kitchen that is available for all students to use. So you'll have a stove, an oven, a fridge, 
And then you can also go up to your um, front desk and they'll also have pots and pans for you to use as well. At that front desk, you can also check out vacuums, brooms. If your dorm has like a game room that has like ping pong, you can check out ping pong paddles and even some board games. Oh, they also provide, um, they also provide printing and computers for you to use. If that's kind of your thing, then you can use some dual monitors, which is always super nice when you're working on multiple projects at once. And then every dorm does come equipped with a mini fridge. So that's also very helpful. Yeah, so there's a lot of fun stuff you can be doing on campus and your dorm does provide a lot of really great resources. Seeing as we're already so far along in the podcast, do you guys have any questions for us? What was the most hectic part of your guys' move-in experience? I would definitely say the most chaotic part of moving in for me was trying to find parking. We're given little parking passes, but it's always just so chaotic with everyone running around with their bins and such. So I definitely recommend, if you are concerned like I was, reach out to any of the workers there. They'll be more than happy to help you. Um, And when I did, it made the process so much easier And I think another chaotic part of moving in was definitely trying to figure out transportation when I first got there so I wouldn't be stuck in my little dorm bubble, which I learned about the bus passes we have. Unfortunately, I was too scared to use my bus pass until maybe second semester of my freshman year, but I really do encourage freshmen, check them out. You can take the 80 around campus, but you also have access to buses that reach further into the city. Uh, So tying it back to thrifting, if you need to travel somewhere to go to a thrift store, you can just use your free transit bus pass and find your way over there. That's a great suggestion. The bus pass is free for students, so definitely something to take advantage of. Um, The most chaotic part for me was definitely lofting my bed. Me and my mom came together, so it was just us, and it definitely was not very easy with two people. I was lucky enough to have a roommate who moved in the same day and time as me, so um, her parents ended up helping us a little bit. You know, university housing offers, um, just for those who are stressed out about that experience, <laughs> uh, university housing offers some videos online about how to loft your bed. And so it walks you step by step on how to go through the process. And folks are around if you have questions. Yeah, thank you for that. There are a lot of resources online that I wish I would have taken advantage of. Um, prior to move-in, so definitely check out the UW Housing website for that. And I wanted to add, even though they can be overlooked in the excitement of settling into the dorm, the days following move-in are just as essential for building sustainable habits among students. Are there any habits students could adopt during move-in to maintain a sustainable presence in the dorms? Yes, there are so many sustainable habits that really, they really do develop in those first couple of days. And so, um, I can share a few pointers. I mean, we've already talked so much about recycling, and that's a huge piece because when you think about it, like one little, you know, piece of paper not recycled properly, you know, isn't that significant. But when you multiply it by the nearly 9,000 residents that live with us every year, it's a huge impact on our local landfill. So understanding those recycling guidelines and building those recycling practices in, um, early on is is key and crucial. So recycling number one. Um, We talked a little bit about power strips too. Um, Please bring a power strip. And and if you, um, they have a lot of those locally as well, secondhand stores, but um, it's important because things that are plugged in still draw phantom energy even when they're not in use. And so making sure that we are turning off lights when we leave a room, turning off and or unplugging or turning off the power strip of things that we're not using is important too, draws energy. 
just a, a quick housing tip when we're talking about water conservation. If you see a leaky faucet or your shower is leaking or, you know, something just isn't working as it should, be sure to put in a maintenance request. We have staff available and willing to, to make those changes really, really quickly. And it adds up Again, when we have leaks happening, we want to make sure we address that quickly so we're saving water as best as possible. There's tons of ways to help us be reusable on campus. There are water bottle filling stations in every single hall. The water is really good. Yes, um, nice is. filtered water. Um, so bring a reusable water bottle and fill up there. No need to bring large amounts of bottled water. Lots of places on campus to get water, especially in your residence hall. Mm -hmm. And then we also offer reusable containers in the dining halls too. So when you're wanting to take food to go, just utilize the dining halls and the ticket to takeout program to take food to go. There's no options for disposable takeout containers. And then I would say around food and food and dining sustainability, um, food waste is kind of the biggest thing that we see in the first couple of weeks, especially of the semester. I know eating in the residence halls is um, exciting. There are so many options, but we really see an uptick in the amount of food wasted on individual plates in those first two weeks of the semester. So we offer a lot of tips on our website about how to reduce personal food waste, but I think just making sure that we're planning our meal and that we're not just piling up all the things that look good. Mm -hmm. If you want a sample, ask for a small sample of something if you aren't sure if you're not if you're gonna like something yeah just be sure to to make your plan for the meal so that we're reducing food waste in those first couple of weeks of the semester but lots of other ways to practice sustainability on campus there's tons of groups to get involved in if you're wanting to learn more about sustainability as a whole on campus yeah. come to sustainabash the week of september 17th there'll be a bunch of fun events uh, from monday to friday we have our big bash on friday as well a bunch of campus departments community organizations and campus organization. So I'm personally one of the campaign coordinators for the ASM Sustainability Committee, which is a super amazing organization, um, which I suggest everyone becomes a part of. But yeah, just joining, that's a great way to practice sustainability as well. I became super involved once I started joining all these organizations and learning about what's happening on campus because there's a lot that's not talked about. Mallory's job is amazing and she's does so much for this campus and it's not discussed at all. So just finding out the way that sustainability is being practiced and being improved on this campus is something that will inspire you to be more sustainable, uh, teach you that thrifting is an option, um, and show you all these tips and techniques to be more sustainable both in your dorm and once you move out of your dorm potentially and move into an apartment, how to continue practicing sustainability there. Um, and just, yeah, the precedent that you set in those first few weeks of move-in will kind of formulate your habits for the rest of the year. So just being conscious of the other people around you, the planet that you live on. Um, yeah, and this is a great place to do it all. So new residents, if you're listening, we're excited to have you come to this campus and be sustainable about it. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Anna. I feel like a lot of those points were really great, especially about Sustainabash. That Friday, September 22nd is the big collection of all campus community partners and organizations that care about sustainability, and there'll be real live demonstrations of how to practice sustainability in your in your residence hall. So um, get informed, get involved, and um, yeah, welcome to campus. <laughs> Yeah, so we just covered a lot of sustainable habits students can pick up during move-in and throughout the rest of the year. And we would like to move on and ask how students can take part in or promote sustainable culture here on campus. Yeah, that's a great question. I think um, there's many approaches. I think people uh, learn about 
things in many different ways. And so signage is one of them. We mm -hmm. try to uh, reinforce um, sustainable living habits and sustainable culture through signage. Um, we also have the um, housing-led resident sustainability ambassador program. So we have student volunteers that serve as sustainability voices for their hall and can um, share feedback and ideas and also um, work on really tangible proje yeah. projects. That was um, one of the first uh, things I ever did on campus relating to sustainability. Uh, and it really changed my life and how I think about sustainability in the dorms. Um, and thanks to that position, I'm here today. So finding ways to get involved on campus can really, um, you know, inspire you to be get you know climb the ranks of sustainability and join other organizations and see where you can help because everyone has a niche on campus for them and maybe sustainability is one of those niches. And I think reaching out to um, folks or uh, groups that you're interested in learning more about. So. Um, if you're interested in learning more about housing sustainability, reach out to sustainability at housing.wist.edu. That's our email address. Um, and we're happy to, to sit down and chat about anything one-on-one -on -one or to share um, additional tips and tricks for living sustainably. But I would say if um, you're just getting started learning um, through their website, I know both the Office of Sustainability and Housing Sustainability have really robust websites with a ton of resources and information out there. So um, learning as much as you can there first is helpful. Yeah, online resources are really great. And what I did my freshman year was keep an eye out for any flyers on the walls or any advertisements on the TV screens. And they really are a great way to stay informed and attend really, really interesting events on campus that revolve around sustainability. And I just want to plug this one really quick that I do encourage students to check out the vegan and vegetarian options at the dining hall. They are very delicious and you can enjoy the all you care to eat policy and just try out new foods. As, as a vegan, uh, I can attest to well. And Mallory's also a vegetarian. So we, we, do, we do say that it's not horrible. I know that people people make some statements, but I think that the vegan options at school are pretty good. So well, and I think what's exciting about um, the all you care to eat model in the uh, dining facilities is that you can sample a little bit of everything, and you can um, try some things from a station and add a little bit of extra from another station, and um, just gives you a lot of options. I think to to be sustainable in your diet too. So um, lots of options in the dining facilities. episode, we just want to provide a brief summary of some of the tips we've discussed, the first of which is consciously purchasing, which includes buying less and buying secondhand from local shops. We also recommend you take advantage of personnel on site to help with waste management and look at resources online to follow recycling and waste guidelines throughout the rest of the year. Thirdly, we suggest you look out for sustainability events on campus, such as the Bash. And lastly, we hope you promote a sustainable culture through sharing any tips and tricks you've learned today. Thank you so much, Anna and Mallory, for being on this podcast episode with us. We absolutely enjoyed it and love all of the good tips and tricks that you provided for our listeners. One last time, I do want to direct all of the listeners back to the UW Housing website where you're going to find a lot of the resources discussed today and definitely use those to get prepared for your move-in day. Once again, thank you so much for tuning into our episode today, and we hope you utilize the information given in this podcast to make your move-in experience sustainable and to promote a sustainable culture on the UW-Madison campus. Thank you.
Thanks to the Director of Sustainability at UW-Madison, Dr. Missy Nergard, and to the Director of Sustainability Education and Research, Professor Andrea Hicks. Thanks also to the Nelson Institute for Environmental Studies and to Facilities Planning and Management for supporting this podcast. The making of these episodes requires a lot of behind-the-scenes work from the entire intern podcast team, and we are so grateful for their efforts. Until next time, continue thinking about how to best sustain UW.